Bible with me this morning to 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 8 this morning. I don't know if y'all ever, uh, I'm sure some of y'all have tried this before, but when your head is stuffy and, and you don't feel the best, uh, it's really hard to study. It's really hard to stay focused and and uh, your head feels like it's a balloon sometimes. So I'm going to give it the best shot I got this morning. And uh, I was thinking about this year, 2024. And uh, what's coming in 2024? Only the Lord knows, really, Amen. what's coming in 2024. But the Bible does give us some clues, some insight into what is coming in the last days. And uh, as your pastor this morning, I'm here to encourage you to dig in. Dig in and plant your feet and stay rooted and grounded in God's Word yes. in 2024 more than you ever have in your whole life. Because y'all, the church and the world does not understand really comprehend what is coming our way in the years to come. I don't know if Jesus is coming in 2024. He could. There's nothing to stop him from coming in 2024. The rapture is a, an event that could take place at any time, according to my study and, and uh, advice from other godly people. There's no scripture yet to be unfulfilled to stop the rapture from coming to pass. Y'all understand what the rapture is? Yes, it's not the second coming of Christ. It's the preceding of uh, it's seven years. This is an event that happened seven years before the second coming of Christ when he actually, the second coming is when Jesus actually brings his, comes uh, all the way down to planet earth and puts his feet back on the planet again. The rapture says he'll stand in the clouds and he'll say, come up hither and the, the trumpet will blow and the saints, the dead in Christ will rise yes. and those that are alive and remain will be caught up into the air and be with the Lord and so shall they ever be. I believe in the event of the rapture. Yes, amen. As far, uh, it's hard to fit that into our mindset how that can be, but biblically it's already been done several times. But anyhow, if you want to be raptured, you have to be ready. Rapture ready. Amen. He ain't taking everybody Amen. on the first trip out. Amen. Amen. If you want to be on the first boat, the first ticket, the yes. first call, yes. whenever the Lord shouts and the archangel blows the trumpet, <laughs> hallelujah, you got to be rapture ready. That means you have to be right where you need to be with the Lord, or is it possible for you to miss such an event? Yes, it is possible to miss such an event. That's why uh, the, the ladies with the ten virgins, five had their oil, five didn't. Some were ready when the, when the bridegroom came, and some were not. And the ones that were not were left behind. There'd be one in the bed, uh, two in the bed, one to be taken, one to be left. I'm telling you, you just have to be ready. You have to be ready. So this sermon today 
is to encourage you in 2024 to do more than you did in 2023. Amen. 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 Not to be a status quo Christian, just, uh, uh, you know, doing the normal thing that Christians do. But I'm telling you, we need to dig in. We need to pray more. We need to, we need to read the word more. We need to fast more. Anybody ever heard of fasting? Amen. Hallelujah. We need to do some of that this year. There's nothing wrong with fasting. Hallelujah. We need to uh, turn up the, the heat on our worship and our praise level. We need to become not only quiet, soft, gentle worshipers, but we need to become radical worshipers. Amen. We need to be like David who came through the city to bring the Ark of the Covenant back home. Hallelujah. He was so glad worshiping God all the way, offering sacrifices all the way to Jerusalem. Hallelujah. But he began to dance. He began to whirl. He began to shout. He began to worship God like nobody had ever seen before. They said this man had lost his mind. And many, some of them made fun of him. His own wife made fun of him. But he said, it don't matter. I didn't do it for you. I didn't do it for you, for King Saul. I didn't do it for Israel. I did it for the Lord. That's the only one that I'm dancing and leaping and whirling for is the Lord. Amen. But he didn't let nobody put no, throw no water on his fire. No. Y'all, we got to get past what other people think. In 2024. We got to press on in. We got to get on out. We got to get. We can't be like the, the 12 disciples in the boat. When Jesus said come. Only one of them decided. I'll have faith. And I'll walk out there with you. And that was Peter. But the other 11 were comfortable. Sitting in the boat. You got to be willing to get out of the boat. In 2024. Amen. Amen. You got to get out there where Jesus is. In 2024. I encourage you to do more for Christ in 2024 than you ever have in your life. And if you do, your spiritual life will take off into a higher dimension than it's ever been before. Hallelujah. They ain't nothing like being close to the Lord. Amen. They ain't nothing like, hallelujah, having the presence of the Lord, waking up in it, going to sleep in it. Hallelujah. When you walk into the secret place, the glory of God just envelops you. Mm. They ain't nothing better. Amen. But you have to want it. You have to go for the glory. You got to want all that God has for you. And if you do it in 2024, you'll be rapture ready when the Lord blows the trumpet. Amen. If you'll stay in the word, hallelujah, praise God, you'll know what's coming. Did y'all hear that? I said, if you'll stay in God's word, hallelujah. If you read Mark chapter 20, Matthew chapter 24, you'll know what's coming in these last days. Amen. Jesus told us what was coming. But a lot of people in the world, don't have, they have this book, but they never open this book. They never read this book. Hallelujah. I'm telling you this morning, we got to do more than ever before in 2024. If you've only read a few chapters of this book, in your Christian life, hallelujah. Why don't you make a commitment before God and make a goal before God, make a vow before God that I'm going to read the whole New Testament this year. Maybe you never read it, but I'm telling you, read the New Testament. Hallelujah. If you ain't never read, if you've read the New Testament, 
Read the Old Testament. Amen. Hallelujah. Read the Word of God. I'm just trying to tell you. Stay in the Word. Amen. Get in the Word. Don't let this book just sit on the table and gather dust day after day. Hallelujah. Don't let this thing need to be dusted off. Keep this thing moving. Hallelujah. Open the pages of it. God will speak to you when you open the book. Hallelujah. And He'll tell you what the devil's trying to do in these last days. He'll tell you what's going on. And He'll keep your heart pure if you'll stay in the Word of God. Amen. I'm telling you, this book won't come to you. You have to go to it. That's right. Hallelujah. Thank God we all got a book. Because I've been in countries where they ain't never had a Bible. I've seen them attack a truck full of Bibles before. At a night crusade, I bought uh, $5,000 worth of Bibles. And I took them to a night crusade with me in a, in a village, a hill tribe village in the nation of Thailand. One of the ministers with me said, I ain't never seen so many Bibles in all my life. I said, man, I took up the, an offering to get these Bibles to these unbelievers that ain't got a Bible. They don't got a bookstore. They ain't got a way of access to having what we have. I said, I bought them all one. And that night when we, we did the altar call, hundreds of them came to the Lord. And I said, I got a gift for you. Hallelujah. It's more precious than silver and more costly than gold. It's full of wisdom. Hallelujah. It's full of knowledge of God. Hallelujah. I got the best gift anybody could ever give to you. If you'll go over to that truck over there, they'll give you what they what I call the word of the living God. Amen. I said, you go over there, you won't have to pay for it. It's free to you. Hallelujah. And they went, man, and I tell you what, they began to attack that little Azuzu truck. <laughs> they couldn't get a Bible fast enough. Amen. Some of them thought that some were going to get a Bible and some wasn't. You ever been into a place where you giving out clothes or food and people are desperate, are, are, are desperate for what you have. I'm telling you what, when they see the pile getting slimmer and slimmer, the people get more desperate and more desperate in the back. Amen. And people in the back said, I got to get up there to the front if I'm going to get me a piece of clothing. I got to press on to the front if I'm going to get me any soup to eat. And they'll press in on Larry. Amen. I know Larry's seen it before. Hallelujah, I've been up to the homeless in Atlanta. And I know, man, when we opened the back end of that trailer to give to the homeless people up there in Atlanta, man, when they seen them clothes, we brought good stuff, leather jackets, good jackets, good clothing. Praise God. I don't believe in giving the worst I got to somebody. I want to give some of them the best I got. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Jesus said, when you've done it to the least of them, you've done it unto me. Praise God. So if I'm going to give Jesus the jacket, I ain't going to give him the sorriest jacket that I ain't wore in the last 10 years. I'm going to pick out a jacket that Jesus would like to have. Amen. 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 But I've seen them, boy, when that, when that trailer was open there. Man, we had our hand full with them homeless folks. Amen. Trying to find a jacket that actually fit them. You know, you're trying to, okay, this jacket will fit you. That guy behind him said, it won't fit me, but I want that jacket. Next thing you know, you got your hands full. But anyhow, I'm just trying to tell you what desperate people, when they after something, man, I tell you, you can have a, a war on your hands. Amen. But them people in Thailand loved that Bible, and I left it with them. And praise God, I pray that it's still working for them, and it'll work for them, and it'll work for you. 
They'll work for anybody that'll open it and read it. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. First Timothy chapter 4. That's just prelude. Mm -hmm. I told Vince I wasn't going to go, but in just a few minutes this morning. <laughs> Anyhow, you know, my, my responsibility to this flock is to not deceive. I'm not in competition trying to have the biggest church in the, in the county. But my responsibility to this flock is to feed them. Amen. Amen. As the pastor. Amen. And I'm to feed you the word of God and give you a good, good meal. Every Sunday, every Wednesday, whenever you come here, it's my assignment. I always pray, Lord, help me feed the flock today. Help me feed them. Help me encourage them. Help me encourage them to draw nearer to Jesus than ever before. Yes, First Timothy <coughs> chapter 4 verse 8 it says for bodily exercise profits a little but godliness, godliness is profitable for all things having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Bodily exercise profits a little. But godliness, godliness you could say is spiritual training. Mm -hmm. You know, in every year when the when the calendar rolls around, we often are used to, I don't know what people do anymore, but some people uh, begin to set these things called New Year's resolutions. That's right. Y'all ever heard of them? Yeah. <clears throat> that means things you want to accomplish in the upcoming year. You're going to set some goals. You're going to put some things down that you want to uh, see done this year. Yeah. We call them New, New Year's resolutions. They usually last about two weeks. And you're doing good if they last that long. Amen. 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 We make New Year's resolutions and we <coughs> often say, Lord, we want, uh, I'm going to set some goals. I want to lose more weight this year. I want to exercise more. I want to get this body in shape. That's right. I want to spend more time with my family. That might be one of your. <clears throat> Resolutions. It might be, need to be done. Maybe a uh, a father or mother, and you working and working, and but you ain't never able to spend any quality time with your family. That may be a New Year resolution. It might be a good one for you to make sure not only do you provide for the family, but also that you're able to be able to spend quality time and leadership and guidance spiritual training with your family. Also, some people say, well, I want to earn more. I'd like to have more money in 2024. More in 2024. So there's all kinds of things you can put on this list that I want to set for this upcoming year. But bodily exercise, the Bible says, profits a little. But godliness is way more better. Amen. Amen. Because the Bible says godliness 
<coughs> excuse me. Godliness, spiritual training, is profitable for all things. Which means your spiritual life is more important than your natural life. Amen. And a lot of people don't see that. They, they may spend hours. They may go to the gym four times a week. That's right. But can't make church one day a week. Amen. Amen. But yet, like Steve said this morning, they profess to be Christians. <clears throat> they don't understand the picture. It don't matter if you look like Hulk Hogan. That won't, that won't help you get into the kingdom of God. Right. Don't matter how many muscles you have. Don't matter how good or how far you can run, how good your cardiac is. If you can run 26 miles, that won't help you get into heaven. The bodily exercise is profitable, but godliness, hallelujah, is for eternity. Amen. For eternity. Spiritual training. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. Um, Whatever you do in the natural, if you're going to get your body in shape, everybody, we need to take care of our bodies. That's right. Jesus gave us these bodies. Amen. You hear me? Amen. If you're going to run long and run long, I mean run hard and run long, you're going to need to have your body in shape. All right. If you don't take care of your body, you can leave here early. Amen. Amen. Way earlier than God intended you to. You gotta watch over your body. You gotta take care of your body. You can't eat five pounds of bacon and 14 pork chops in a meal That's and right. do that on a regular basis and a pound of gravy. That's right. Over, over a, a, a half a pound of rice and think, well, I'm gonna live into my hundreds. Well, they been a few did it, but I tell you, according to Probably science, that ain't the best way to try to get there to make it into your 90s. That's right. Amen. You have to watch what you eat. Amen. As a, a traveling evangelist and missionary, I've tried through the years, I, I've noticed the older I get, things are not as easy as they used to be when I was in my 30s Amen. traveling. From half to, to from America to Bangkok, Thailand is 21 hours at least on an airplane. Yeah. Once you get there, you got a 12-hour difference in time that's forward. So your time zone is all off, and then when you get back home, it's 12 hours backwards. Mm -hmm. And if you ain't, I mean, your body goes through a lot on a missionary trip, especially that's about as big as jump you're gonna get. In, in uh, our differences it's 12 hours yeah. it's on the other side of the world yeah. but I knew if I'm going to keep doing this and finish well and finish strong in what God called me to do I got to keep this body in somewhat good shape Amen. Yeah. Amen. I can't get this big around That's right. and ride in an airline seat this big That's right. that it makes it even harder Come on. Amen. So, and then I, on top of that, I try to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. I try to keep muscles toned. 
so that when I get off the airplane, I can, I can, uh, I'll still have strength. Mm -hmm. But all, all that I do in the natural profits me a little. Right. But it's going to help me, I pray, be able to travel like my missionary partner that goes with me now. He's 79. In May, he'll hit 80. And he's still going strong. Mm -hmm. He don't have to be pushed around in a wheelchair going from, from point A to point B in the airport. He's able under, to walk under his own power. He lost a lot of weight. He realized that if he wanted to finish his race strong, he had to get his body in shape. Mm -hmm. And I did too. If I want to do what he's doing in 80, I got to keep my body in shape. Right. I can't just decide, well, I ain't going to go to the gym no more. I ain't never going to run anymore. I ain't never going to walk anymore. I'm just going to eat all I want to eat and do all I want to do. Well, no, I won't finish strong. That's right. Come on. That's just the way it's going to be. Amen. And y'all, if you want to finish strong, you're going to have to keep your body in shape this year. Amen. 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 Listen, if you die early, sometimes it ain't because God wants you, it, it ain't because God wants you to die early. Because the Bible says in Psalm 91, God wants you to have a long life. That's right. And be satisfied. Amen. 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 Not only do I want to live in my 90, I want to be able to walk when I'm 90. Amen. I want to be satisfied. I don't want nobody pushing me around. I'm like Sister Louise. She's still driving herself to church at 90 years of old. Amen. And still bringing people to church. Praise God. She's finishing well. Praise God. Amen. But a lot of people don't care. They make these New Year's resolutions. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to lose 30 pounds. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And in three weeks, after they got the gym membership, ain't been but twice. Y'all don't shout me down for preaching good. Amen. But here's the thing. Everything you do in ministry, in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the physical realm, and the spiritual realm, you've got to have consistency. That's right. You can't just go to the gym once a month and think you're going to walk out there looking like Hulk Hogan. That's right. You're going to look like the same old couch potato you looked like when you came in there. That's right. Come on. Come on. Preach it. It's amazing what people think. I see these people online and they'll, they'll Photoshop or something. They'll, they'll put their face on a, on a good looking body. Yeah. It don't work that way. <laughs> if you want it, you got to get in there and get it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You want it, you got to get in there and get it. Spiritual training. This year, you need to go into spiritual training. You need to read more. You need to have a commitment that I'm going to spiritually train. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to stay in the Word. The Holy Spirit's going to give me revelation of the Word. I'm going to be, I'm going to be uh, higher spiritually than ever before in this year because of what the Word's going to do in me. Not only am I going to read it, I'm going to apply it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to live it. I'm going to walk it out. And Jesus is going to be well pleased with me. Amen. Praise God. Because everything we want to do is to be pleasing unto the Lord. Amen. Amen. Read the Word. Amen. Pray. Yes. Fast. Get it. Become, if you, if you know anything about praise and worship, take it to another level. That's right. Amen. I'm here to encourage you. Take it to another level. Don't worry about the song up here on the screen. Sometimes I can't even, I can't even sing some of these songs. <laughs> Thank God Tim can. But 
Man, I don't, I don't let that stop me from worshiping. That's right. I just get my own little song over here. Yeah. And man, I'm like, man, I'm gonna praise Jesus anyhow. Yes. I can't work with this song, but I can, I can. Ain't nothing gonna stop me from worshiping Jesus right now. This is an hour. I mean, a time of praise and worship. And I'm going to lift my hand. I'm going to clap my hand. I'm going to stomp my feet. If I want to run around the church five times and turn three flip, praise God, it's all for the Lord. Amen. And I don't want nobody talking about it. If they want to talk about me, talk about me. But if I, the Lord tell me to turn a flip, i got to turn a flip. Amen. 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 I tell you one time, the Lord, y'all going to think I'm crazy, but it won't be the first time. <laughs> we had a revival here one time, and my back was really hurting real bad. Back here in the back. I don't know what I did to it. I tweaked it or done something. It was bad. But I remember that revival, the Lord, I came right here. Right there. And the Lord said, turn a flip. Mm -hmm. And I'll hear you. Amen. I said, is that the Holy Spirit? <laughs> turn a flip. You know, you, the Bible says to lean not upon your own understanding, mm -hmm. but acknowledge the Lord in all your ways, and He shall direct your path. When the Lord speaks, you can't be, you can't begin to reason. That's right. If it's just the Lord, it'll happen. The Lord said, "If you turn a flip, I'll hear you." I'm like, man, all these people will think I'm crazy. I don't even know how to turn a flip. <laughs> I said, you know what, Larry? I'm gonna turn a flip. <laughs> we didn't have no camera right there, so I just. I just did the best flip I could do, man. And when I flipped, I came up and my back was well. Amen. 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 It was not about, it was all about obedience. That's right. Amen. When God speaks, he may tell you to do something that's off the chart, off the wall, whatever. But listen, when if he tells you to do it, you do it. And it will work. Amen. Amen. So, now. Bodily exercise profits a little. <clears throat> Physical training is of some value. But spiritual training has value in all things, holding promise for both the present life, the life that you live in now, God in the spiritual training has promised for the life that you're living now. Not just when you get there, but now. Did y'all understand what it had ha to walk around full of joy of the Holy Ghost? Amen. That's a good feeling. Yeah. You get out and go to Walmart and you got the joy of the Holy Ghost inside of you. Man, you can't buy that nowhere. Amen. People are taking oxycodone like crazy trying to find some joy. I'm telling you, you can't find the joy of the Lord in no bottle, no, no type of pill, no type of drug, but I'm telling you, it's good if you will get in the presence of the Lord, in the fullness of the, in the presence of the Lord, there's the fullness of joy. Yes, I'm telling you, it's good to be able to have the joy of the Lord in this life. It's good to have the peace of God upon your life. The peace of God which passes all understanding yes. regards your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus now. Amen. Not just when you get to heaven. But I'm telling you, spiritual training, godliness, is profitable for now in this life and the life to come. Amen, bro. But a lot of people overlook the spiritual training. 
They don't put in the time. They don't put in the energy. They don't do what it requires to get closer than, than others to Christ. You want to get close to Christ, can't nobody stop you. Right. Only person stopping you is you. And the only person, only thing, you got to get past your flesh. But if you all always seeing what's profitable in the natural and don't see what's profitable in the spiritual realm, man, you can be left behind here. That's right. You can be left here with a bank load of money. That means y'all know when you die, you don't take no money with you. That's right. If you got 1.5 million sitting in the bank, and man, you looking over that thing every day, every day, every day. I hope nobody ain't took my 1.5 million. I hope nobody ain't stole 50 cents from me to from, uh, uh, hack me and got 50 cents of mine. I hope that they get worried all the time. Worried all the time because somebody done got something there. 50 cents. Lost 50 cents. Up night and day. Man, I tell you what, but they won't spend 10 minutes in the Word of God. Spiritual training. Amen. You, when you come in this world, you came in here naked. When you leave out, you'll leave out naked. When you go into heaven, you won't take not 1.5 million with you. That's right. And all you worried about, somebody might spend like a prodigal overnight that you worked hard for all your life. Amen. Don't hear me. Amen. Amen. Man, oh man. Turn with me and I'll, and I'll close in this. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Y'all, I went deer hunting a few weeks, a couple of weeks ago. And I think I'll just bring this in. Uh, one evening I was sitting up in the stand and I had a 300 wind mag and a big old souped up scope sitting on top of it. And about 4.45, a big old eight point stepped out of, out of the wood line. I'm, in a, I'm, I'm, I'm hunting over a power line. Did you come out? I looked at it. I said, hmm, that's pretty good. Not too bad. I think I'll take a shot at this one. Well, I put that 300 wind mag up on it, and I throw that big old vortex scope up on it, and I put that crosshair right where they supposed to be, and I pulled the trigger. Boom! You know what happened? That deer just stood there and looked at me. <laughs> I said, my goodness, I didn't even scare him. Where did that bullet go? No, I told him there's nothing in there. He's walking kind of slow and he started to go. I took me another shot. Boom! I didn't even phase that deer. So I got to thinking, you know, I got, I got a problem here. I got a gun that ain't sighted in. I said, I got to go back to the range. I got to find out where this thing's shooting because I ain't even scared of that deer at all. Didn't knock a hair off of it. So let me go and sight this thing in. I had to go get resighted, get refocused. And because this deer was about 175 yards away, but that ain't terribly long for a lot of, I mean, these guns can take care of that, but you can't get inside the barn if your scope ain't on. You hear me? Amen. So I got to thinking about the church. We need to get resighted in. Right. 
Because we ain't, if we ain't hitting the mark, if we ain't hitting the target, you can't just keep shooting. Because you still ain't going to hit nothing. You've got to go get sided in. And the church, got it's time for us in 2024 to get resided. Amen. Amen. So we can do what we're supposed to be doing for the kingdom of God. So we can represent Jesus Christ in this earth like we're supposed to be doing. Amen. Praise God. Yes. I don't want to. I want to get to heaven one day, and I hope you do too. I hope that you want to hear the words, "Good and faithful servant, yes. enter into my kingdom." But yes. we going we need to do anything more in 2024. It's called being faithful. Right. Be faithful in 2024. Don't be like a butterfly floating here and floating there. I'll come when I feel like it. I come when I man, if I want, I didn't feel like it, I wouldn't be here today. That's right. You can't go by your feelings. You gotta obey the Lord. Amen. Now, let's get recited. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. And I'll finish with this, y'all. Bear with me. <clears throat> Therefore, we do not lose heart. With everything going on around us in this world, y'all, don't lose heart. Amen. Don't lose faith. Don't get faint-hearted. Listen, this world that we live in in 24, don't look for things to get better. I wish I got one amen. 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 Don't look for things to get better. Amen, brother. Because the closer we get to the end of time, things are going to get worse, not better. Amen. But listen, the church, the believers, Jesus is going to take care of his church even in the midst of chaos. Right. He's going to take care of us. But I'm telling you, don't be like one of those sitting on the fence. Get either all the way in or get out. That's right. Because the Bible said, God don't like folk to be lukewarm. That's right. He said it in Revelation chapter 3, if you are lukewarm, he will spew you out of his mouth. He said it would be better for you to be hot or cold, but not lukewarm. Amen. Don't be straddling no fence, because if you own the fence, let me tell you, the devil owns the fence. Amen. Get off the fence. Get on fire for Jesus. Don't lose heart when you see the corruption taking place in our political system, in our judicial system. Don't lose heart when you see that your wages ain't enough to go to the grocery store and get three bags of groceries. Amen. Because inflation is out the roof. Amen. The interest rates are going up and up and up. It's hard on people these days. But I'm just telling you, this is just the beginning of birth pains. Just the beginning. As things get rougher and closer to Jesus, we're going to go. Hallelujah. The birth pains are going to get sharper and closer. Amen. Amen. But don't lose heart. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Amen. Verse 16. We do not lose heart even though our outward man is perishing. Yet, the inward man is being renewed day by day. Verse 17. 
for our light affliction, if but for a moment, what you're going through is just temporary, y'all. Amen. Amen. Just for a moment. I don't care what kind of hell going on in your life right now. It's just temporary. Don't stop your spiritual training when you're going through hell. Keep your, 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 your exercise going. For a lot of affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. For while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. This is walking in the Spirit. Not always going by what you see. We walk by faith, not by sight. Amen. Yeah. For the things which are seen are temporary. But the things which are not seen are eternal. I'm telling you, you better turn your eyes, your life, your heart, all over into your spiritual training and godliness. Because it will profit you not only in this life, but also in the one that's coming. Amen. The outward man is perishing. Day by day. That's right. That's true. But the inward man, the inward man is being renewed day by day. The outward man is perishing. Y'all, when you look in the mirror, you may not see what's really happening, but you're getting older every second. In this world, your outward man is perishing. It's getting older. It's getting closer to the Lord. Every day. Hallelujah. Miss, Miss Louise at 90. Oh, she, she, she knocking on the door. Hallelujah. She believing that she going to stay here till the rapture takes place. I'm with her. I praise God. I'm telling you, the outward man is perishing every day. Amen. It's getting older. Listen, you're going to get wrinkles. You're going to get slower. These things happen. The outward man is perishing every day. Every day. But if you are doing what I'm telling you to do, your spiritual training, your inward man, the man that's eternal, this outward man is going to perish. This outward man ain't going into heaven. No, it's that inward man. Your spirit and your soul are eternal. This outward man ain't nothing but a, but a, 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 a bunch of dust. And whenever you die, you're going back to dust. Amen. I'm, I'm telling you what you can't see is what you need to be spending time on building up, getting strong. It ain't here. It's in here that you need to be stronger in here than you are out here. Amen. Brother Smith, what you to say, I'm 10 times stronger on the inside than I am on the outside. And that's what we all need to be doing, getting stronger on the, in, on the inner man. Hallelujah. Because even though the outward man is getting close to going into the dust again, hallelujah, the inward man is getting ready to go home. Amen. Hallelujah. It's getting ready, hallelujah, to go spend, spend all eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, that ain't no gimme. You got to spend your time, hallelujah, in spiritual training. Keep your, keep your, your heart right with God. Hallelujah. Keep your mind, 
Hallelujah. Have the mind of Christ. Put the word in you. Walk it out. Live it out. And I'm telling you, y'all, you got heaven made. But it does take work. The Bible said work out your own salvation. Work out your own salvation. That means you've got to do something. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't work for uh, get your sin forgiven. Jesus said you're saved by grace through faith. You don't work that out. Jesus said it's finished. You don't pay for your salvation. But to be spiritually strong on the inside, that takes work. You have to get up, get dressed, and come to church to hear the Word of God. That just don't happen. Any of y'all got an I dream of genie in here? <laughs> Bing! I just go to church. Uh -huh. Boom! Just get ready. Yeah. Whoop! Boom! Don't work like that, do it there. We got to put the work in. But I'm telling y'all, 2024, <laughs> we need to do more in 2024. Jesus done done his part. Let us do ours. Listen, if you ain't won a soul in 2023, make it a point. This year, I will lead somebody to Jesus. It might be my neighbor. It might be my coworker. It might be the person by the assembly line I'm working on. It might be the person, uh, might, be, might, be, might be my son, might be my daughter. Might, but win somebody to the Lord. Amen. And listen, if you won 10, win 20 next year. That's right. Do more for the Lord than ever before. Amen. Stand with me. More for the Lord than ever before in 2024. Jesus is coming. If you've been watching us by media, it was our honor to come into your house. Whichever way that you're watching us, we love you. We pray this message will encourage you to go into spiritual training like never before. Be a superman for the Lord Jesus Christ. One so full of the Holy Ghost and with fire and faith. Hallelujah that you will raise the dead this year in 2024. That you will lay hands on the blind and they will recover their sight. Praise God. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. He needs you. Press in. And listen, if you're sitting here today and New Year's Eve is on you and the, the clock's been to turn midnight today, it's going to be 2024. You've been depressed. You've been lonely. You might even be suicidal right now watching me. But I'm telling you, don't pull that trigger. Don't take those drugs. Turn your life over to Jesus Christ. He'll give you a life worth living. He's already died on the cross. He's already rose again. All you got to do is press in and run to him. Jesus will be there for you. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm here to tell you, as a living testimony, Jesus is the best thing going. I love you. Call upon Jesus today. He will save you. No doubt about it. Thank you for tuning in.